Welcome to Storyboard, a couple's collaborative cooperative chronicles. I'm Sean Palmer. I'm Savannah Palmer. So we're back um, with our second, I guess, well, third episode, second uh, official iteration of our uh, heroes and villains uh, storyline. I'm going to be running the show here today. And much like last time, this is where we normally would do our recap, and I talk a little bit about what happened last session. But Savannah ran it, and so I don't really have anything to recap because what we're doing today is an entirely different story. Because um, last time we talked about Brick, who's the character that I'm going to be playing. Um, this mm-hmm. time we're dealing with Savannah's character, who will. Well, it's not a different story; it's just a different character in the same story. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, different different chapter, different uh, viewpoint of the same story we're trying to tell. So, um, yeah, it's uh, what we're doing with Savannah's character who we'll introduce in a moment. So, uh, unless there's anything else. Quit stalling. I'm not going to say with no further stalling. Let's tell a story. Atomic City. On the surface, an iridescent metropolis. Stunning and transfixing, a swirling mirage of lights, colors, sounds, and wonders. The city lives, breathes, its heart beats with the thrum of a million footsteps, eagerly hammering concrete underfoot in an endless pursuit of something greater, of meaning. Beneath silver gleaming spires piercing a cloud-spotted sky, beneath the LED billboards flashing Sigma, building a brighter tomorrow, beneath the glamorous gaudy proclamations of a city made safe by the heroes of today, is the real city, the true atomic city, a city of inequity, a city built on the bones of the discarded and the unwanted, where the polluted water carries its discarded trash out of sight, where people so easily forget to look. The thrum of the interstate hangs in the distance. An abiding mountain wind carries yesterday's paper up over the low rooftops protruding from the gridlocked city streets like broken teeth. The sun sets, Long shadows cutting odd angles, cast by neon lights of Delilah's boudoir and McDowell's burger joint. A dark silhouette shifts among the bricks, eyes cast out over a row of neatly packed houses. We come upon our, I don't want to say hero because it's not our our villain. It doesn't feel right either. Our our main character here. Protagonist. Protagonist, in a way. Uh, crouched atop a brownstone, three-story uh, building in downtown Atomic City, lurking in the shadows, uh, staring out over her soon-to-be mark. Uh, 
Let's get a little visual like description of uh, of Flux. Okay. Um, she is rather small, um, somewhere between five foot three, five foot four, um, thin. I think she right now, if she's out um, working, uh, she is wearing like black jeans, like black uh, skinny jeans and uh, sneakers and probably a like black uh, zip up hoodie with the hood pulled up over her face. Um, underneath she has like pale skin and uh, light, very light, almost gray, like blue eyes. And how old is she again? Um, she is early 20s. I think I okay. said she's 22. Okay. I was imagining younger for some reason, but uh, she's an adult. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's pale skin, light eyes, um, very, very, very light uh, blonde hair. Okay. Hidden under this hood. Um, does she have any like gadgets or anything she's using, or just kind of keeps it low tech? Uh, she no, she does. Um, hanging, I think, around her neck right now on a strap. She has a set of goggles. Um, and trying to think of some of the stuff. I think she probably carries like a like a small bag like slung across her back because she has like bolt cutters and a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then strapped to uh one hip, a gun. Dun dun dun. Um, okay, so uh, giving you a little bit of context as to what you're doing right now. So you're you are uh, in this in this scene in this moment. Um, like I said, you're in, on a across the street from a row of um, of homes, a high end homes. Um, each one about uh, three stories tall. Um, they all are have a nice, nice kind of small little yard leading up to the street. Um, sort of like, I, I imagine, kind of like a downtown, uh, like D.C., where like if you watch kind of the political dramas where the senators and stuff live, it's kind of what I'm what I'm visioning here. Yeah. Um, each one, it's like nice, like pure, like very well manicured uh, yard with some hedges that are uh, perfectly maintained and cut at right angles um, little uh, about 30 foot walkways leading up to imposing um, mahogany wooden doors um, some of them have some warm light coming from inside but the one that you are currently um, occupied with and, and looking towards is one that is is directly in the middle uh, home 362 uh, on 42nd Street. Um, and the home belongs to uh, Mr. Wesley Craw, um, who is a high-end uh, real estate developer in Atomic City and the surrounding kind of suburban uh, 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 developments around the city, for lack of a better word. Um, and uh, Mr. Craw is currently not at home uh, he and his his wife are currently out at a uh, small gala um, in uh, further downtown for one of his uh, clients uh, and you know this because you have been staking out the place for for weeks um, setting up this job 
and uh, the job specifically uh, that you I, I imagine did this flux have like informants um, or some uh. like people she gets information from for these because I know she does like we've talked a little bit about uh, kind of have, has graduated from pickpocketing to some like bigger burglaries and heists yeah. and things yeah, like she, that. Yeah, she was a pickpocket and now she is like sort of and she still does that I think but she's kind of upgraded to cat burglar specifically. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I th- I mean I think she I don't I mean I don't know that there's any way that she could do this totally alone. I think she works alone. Mm-hmm. like out sort of like on the job and everything but i think she probably has like a couple of a couple of like standard context contacts excuse me that will like um uh, that will help her pick out marks you know like in exchange for a cut of whatever she takes or, or things like that okay so you... probably, i don't think it's like a large group of people i think she has like a couple of friends yeah or but colleagues it... i don't even think they're really her friends how how solo is your operation though is it like because you typically see these in a couple of movies, in a couple ways they do in like the movies. Like you either have like Catwoman like going on her own, completely doing it her own way, like uh, breaking in, getting the goods, getting out, living alone. Like maybe gets has some contacts that you get that you get information from, but otherwise completely alone. Or are you the type of person? Do you have like do you have an earpiece in? Is someone feeding you information right now? Do you have like one like guy to keyboard that's helping you um, on like your job? Impossible. Yeah, sure. We can we can go that way. <laughs> um, no, I think she is as solitary as she can stand to be. Um, I think maybe she has like one one or two contacts that she works with in like setting up these jobs, and I think they put everything together. Like the two or three of them, including her, set everything up. Mm-hmm. Then, but at the end of the, uh, at the job, obviously, like splitting up loot or whatever. But for the most part, especially when she's in the field, I think she's alone. Okay. And I think probably for the most part, without backup, one, because she doesn't want anyone to backseat drive what she's doing, um, but also plausible deniability. Okay. For everyone involved. Well, uh, in this case, for this job, you have paid your your contacts uh, well to get your information, and uh, here's what I'm going to go ahead and give you, and then I'm going to set you loose to uh, to how Flux carries out this job. Um, so, like I said, I can I can re-describe the the layout and situation as you want. You have a basic layout of the house. Um, you know that there is a high end alarm system that is in place. Um, your your pretty standard security system motion detectors uh window and door sensors things like that um but there are some more sophisticated uh, uh, pieces to it as well there is a uh cctv um network that is wired into the house um you know that there are cameras on the inside um you don't know their placement exactly um, but you know that there there are cameras that monitor the exterior and the interior of the house. Um, and you also know that the item that you're looking for, which I don't believe I've said yet, um, nope. that you are uh, looking for is in a hidden safe in uh, Mr. Craw's um, private study. And the item that you have been point in the direction of of one of your contacts is a rare emerald necklace um a an antique that uh mr craw picked up uh at auction 
um, to purchase uh, presumably as a gift for his wife or mistress or something like that. But uh, as far as you know, he just made the purchase uh, recently and uh, your contacts say that it is being kept in this house right now. Okay. And I have at least a basic understanding of how the house is laid out, you said? Yeah. So uh, it's three floors. The uh, top floor are the is the bedroom and guest bedrooms. Um, the bottom, or it's like the, the master bedroom and uh, the guest bedroom, or one of the guest bedrooms is on the top floor. Uh, the bottom floor is the kitchen, dining room, living area, um, and then it leads out to a small back patio uh, around the back. Uh, and then on the front, obviously, the walkway and the doorway that you can see. Um, second floor there uh, would be where the study would be, um, as well as a small uh, private uh, library and a uh, another guest bedroom. Okay. Going to have to think about this. Having never burgled before. <laughs> well, your character has. In real um, life. If you want to, <laughs> we can make some, you can make some intelligence gathering checks. Um, if you want to do like, like I said, I'm not going to stop you, Savannah, from uh, coming up with a creative solution for this. But if you okay. want to let your character do the work, we can do some roles. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put my goggles on. Okay. What do your goggles do? They are night vision goggles. That's right. And uh, they were my fancy thing that I got. And I want to try to pick out where the exterior cameras are. Okay. Um, I think this would be like a uh, a perception or investigation check, which would be in an intellect role. Okay. Um, do you have any appropriate skills for something like this? That's what I was looking at. Um, I don't see anything. Walking, pickpocketing, balancing. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so this is a pretty... Uh, this isn't a terrible check. I think... Hmm, I would probably put this at a standard difficulty. So we'll say a two. Um, just which going is a, to roll. Yeah, a typical task requiring focus, but most people can usually do this. I think most people could probably pick out exterior cameras. Okay. I rolled a 13. Not bad. Okay. Which is a success. Um, I needed a six. So with uh, success, you uh, you quickly pinpoint, and, and including your night vision goggles, which I uh, probably lowered the difficulty. That most people at night would probably be a demanding check. Mm -hmm. I think this probably brought it down. Is what would have brought it down to a standard difficulty. Um, looking at the exterior from your vantage point as your night vision goggles focus, you're getting that green tint to the outside. Um, one of the neighbors walks past their window, a, um, a kind of a heavier set older man and uh, is currently going to close the blinds and he's just like fully naked. Um, and uh, you kind of like, Ugh, like grimace <laughs> as he goes to close them. And Not but, what I was looking for. Uh, as the, uh, as his blinds are shut or curtains shut, uh, you get a little bit more darkness outside and you can make out uh some uh you make out one camera on the exterior front of the building uh kind of to like the right corner it looks like it probably covers the yard um it's kind of partially um obscured by an overhang uh but it looks like it probably covers the um the the yard in the walkway uh as if you were looking out from the um well, from the street, the right side of the house, um, about the second floor. Uh, there is another camera that is um, 
a little bit further up on the building like the the third story um but that doesn't look like it's looking out actually looks like it's looking back over the roof of the building okay so i'll give you a bit of information on that is it looks like there's probably a blind spot on the camera uh feed outside uh on the third story windows okay is that on the side of the house with the patio no, the patio's around the back. You are looking That's at the, the front of the house the right now. House. Okay. Are the cameras moving? No, 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 no. No? Okay. Um, then I want to try to like skirt around to the side of the house um, and try to slip through the fence and see if I can get to the back patio. Okay, like moving around along like the alley. There, yeah, there are some like very narrow like alleyways between the homes. Um, looks like enough to yeah for for people to uh, walk through to get to, around to the back. Um, yeah, you can do that. I'll have you do a. So you're like client. You're you're going down to the city level and then trying to run across the street, or you're using your uh, any abilities or anything um, else to. to I well, I'm good at climbing. <laughs> Okay. Um, which doesn't really help me when I have to go across the street. Um, I think I'm going to, from like my high perch, I think I'm going to go uh, th- like down the street to like the end of the block mm-hmm. or like close to the end of the block, drop down okay. into an alley, cross the street Okay. at like a crosswalk or something, like a normal person. Sure. And then, um, and then try to... Maybe maybe climb up high once I get over there. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Uh, what I'll have you do is a, we'll do a stealth roll then. I um, am trained in these. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think the task, the difficulty that I will set it at um, would be a three. Okay. okay. And your, your sheet should automatically reduce the calculated. Yeah, Cause error. I'm marked trained. So I'm just gonna roll it. Okay. I rolled an 18. Beautiful. So that's a, and that's like a minor, no, you, you get a special thing in combat. It's not a, not a whatever no, they yeah. call it in this game. Um, okay. A major effect. Is that what they're called? Major and minor effects? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you, you make it, uh, you, you run along the rooftops to the end of the row um, and then go uh, kind of running down one of the fire escapes, kind of sliding down it. Um and uh, as you land gracefully on the uh, sidewalk you know, along in one of the alleyways here, you kind of dust yourself off and uh, lower your uh, or raise your hood um, and kind of go very quietly, very uh, trying to be as nonchalant as possible as you can for a black clad hooded figure uh, walking along a uh a sidewalk at night uh, but there's no cars around one goes by and you wait for it to pass until you uh, cross uh, kind of jog across the road at an angle um, and you make it uh, near the front of this house um, about to the point where you think you'd be just on the edge of where the camera would be picking up and you hop the fence easy enough to do and go running up to the uh, the doorway uh, or the, the the alleyway along the right side of the house where the blind spot for this camera would be. Um, and you there is a uh, about 10 foot tall gate here um, that is uh, also this this iron 
material you can see through it they're they're very narrow bars uh, and you can see down this this pathway it goes probably about 50 or 60 feet to the back of the house uh, before carving around to the uh, back patio okay i assume the gate is locked <laughs> uh yes it is is it made of metal it is i can do this <laughs> um okay. i think i have the special ability move metal um, I can exert force on metal objects within short range for one round. Um, okay. So does the gate, does it have like a key lock or is it like, like a latch on the other side? Can I tell? Um, it's like a key lock, yeah. Dang, I guess I could also try to pick the lock. Either way, yeah. Don't... And I'll, I'll give you this too. I was going to say, I was going to use like use move metal if I thought I could just like move a latch. Um, yeah. But I don't think I want to just like bust up the gate well yeah and you're also gonna have a hard time so here's gonna be bringing in a little bit of uh lore from my one of my favorite series the mistborn series um is that if you try to exert a, a pushing force on an object that is heavier than you um it will fling you in the other direction that makes sense um, so you could use this ability to like if you like in the mistborn series they'll like drop a coin on the ground push against it and go like flying up into the sky um okay uh so it, but if you were to try to do this against the fence you would go pushing backwards so yeah in this case it'd probably be better to like um uh to probably pick the lock uh, yeah that's the, and that's why i asked because yeah. If it was like a latch or something, I was going to just try yeah. to move it. And but... I was just, I was putting that out there because I know with the move metal ability, it doesn't really give a lot of like context, but it does say that you can use it to move metal objects, push against metal yeah. um, objects and so on. So I yeah. interpret the fact that uh, if you are pushing against something that is heavier than you, the equal and opposite reaction of that is you will go push, you will be pushed back as a result, which can Sense. have some wacky and cool uh, effect to it, I think. Or pull on something that is um, like anchored uh, and you could pull yourself towards it. I'm going to try to pick the lock. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll do a uh, uh, lock picking. You have that ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, check. I also have lock picks. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, you would need those. Um, yes, and... I am trained in lock picking. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll say that this would be one. Hmm. This is going to be pretty hard. It's it's a it's a difficult lock. I think they would have good security. Um, I'll say three for this one as well. So okay. requires full attention. Most people have a fifty fifty chance to succeed. For me, it's gonna be a two. Cause train. Okay. I rolled enough. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, I rolled an eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, that's three. My final difficulty with my training was two. Was, so. was two. That's good because I actually looked at it. And I was like, maybe this should have been a four, but either way, you would have succeeded. Um, so no. yeah, the uh, you you pull out your lock picks and kind of kneel down and very quickly, uh, Andrew, you you pull on the 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 tumblers on the inside and you feel the clicking as they fall into place. And then finally, there's uh, one last sort of uh, click and you feel the lock give uh, and you turn it and there's a slight kind of screech uh, screeching to the the metal uh, and i say screeching it's not that loud uh but like to you in the dead silence of this night 
um, it's it's loud enough, um, mm-hmm. and you um, you're able to pull open the gate. Uh, you go darting inside, and you slowly close the gate uh, just enough behind you to make it look like it was never opened, uh, and go darting down the dark alleyway. Um, as you reach the other side of the alleyway and peer out into the uh, courtyard behind the house uh, you can see a nice like um, maybe like 40 foot circle uh, courtyard that has a small like pool in the center of it uh, with a fountain and a nice like walkway with some flower beds uh, that are well manicured and taken care of Um, and there is a uh, another back door to your left that that also leads into the house okay is there any sort of like because they have like plants and shit probably mm-hmm. they're fancy people um is there any sort of like especially aesthetically because it's an old brownstone like any kind of like lattice work on the side yeah i or think like uh, something let's... like something that i could climb up that's not just like a brick wall <laughs> yeah let's say they have one of those um what are they called that they have the vines grow up uh the uh, pieces of uh, the like the the white uh, wooden like crosswork up the side. Oh, you of the mean house. the word that I just said? Is that what that is? The lattice. Lattice. Work? Oh, I okay. think so. Yeah, um, yeah, I think they do have the the lattice work and some uh, some uh, what is the really invasive vine? Uh, uh, yeah, lattice work, an open framework consisting of a crisscross pattern. <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah. So there, there's one. Of, there's that. I mean, it's not the sturdiest thing in the world, but you gather if you wanted to climb up it, you probably could. I'm not a not a big person. Um. Yeah. Okay. Then. Okay. There's a back door. Is there a camera back here? Um. I have night vision goggles on. You do have night vision goggles on. You rolled really well before. I don't want to have to keep repeating the same checks. So, uh, you you look around. Uh, there is. It looks like a camera right over the back door. Makes sense. Okay. Um. Can I? They're like. Are the windows are there windows back here? Are the windows like shuttered? Can I? Uh, there are see windows inside? back here. Uh, they are not. You'd have to in order to like peer inside. You'd have to go around the corner that you're currently standing at, um, and which should put you in in frame of the in view of the camera. Um, but uh, there are there are windows along the back of the house. Yes. New idea. Is there any? Um, wiring or cables or anything outside um do is there like the uh it's the box with all the switches in it fuse Why box? not the like a yeah like a fuse box or like mm-hmm. the circuit breaker for the house or like do these fools have like garden lights plugged into an outdoor outlet yeah i think there are some uh, small little light fixtures that are uh they're currently off and you gather there might be like some sort of motion sensor out here somewhere um because there are like uh, lights that lead this pathway mm-hmm. um and next to the fountain across the uh kind of in the the dead center of this garden here is a little like kind of fuse box coming out of the ground um which you gather probably runs some of the power for the lights and the the fountain out here which is currently running um and then there is uh across to the full like back of the uh garden here where there is a fence that divides it from the uh buildings that would be like on the other side of the road Mm -hmm. um 
or the the next street over, uh, there is a small like uh, pump house or like uh, uh, some sort of shed uh, back there. Um, and then, as far as the like circuit breaker or the fuses for the the house itself, um, you kind of peer around the corner and try to get the best angle, like on the windows and stuff along the wall here. Um, at the other end of the courtyard, uh, against the wall to the house itself, uh, you can see the the circuit breakers, uh, the box, or the panel. And so there. can the camera, probably, right? Uh, yes, it would be in full view of the camera. I thought is no power, no alarm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, is a metal do, box though. How do get rid of camera? Okay, I sorry. In my brain, I know what I'm trained in. I'm trying to like backwards engineer. Mm -hmm. what this means okay so i i guess you tell me like what the extent of this uh thing is i'm trained in all special abilities involving trickery and illusions is that like am i like chris uh, angel <laughs> or like is that like card like card tricks like what am i yeah well what are your I special abilities my special abilities mm -hmm. they're move metal and oh i have a ledger domain which is like Slide of, of hand, things like that. So yeah, I mean, I I would say that uh, yeah, I mean, you're trained in anything involving you're trained in anything using your powers for the purposes of like illusion or trickery or things like that. Okay, and then I have okay. Here is what I want to do. I want to cause a distraction. So there are um, lots of like lights and would you say small uh, metal objects? Uh, yeah. <laughs> around here. I want to, here's what I want to do. I want to uh, I'm in a paranormal activity, these people because the camera is going to see something. Mm -hmm. I just don't want it to be me. Um, so I want to try to move metal and take something and sort of move it up um, in front of the camera for like a brief moment. Okay. So I can get to the box. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you can do that. Uh, Essentially just enough to like cover it or just like block it out just for long enough for me to like get in. Sure. Try to turn shit off and then. So there the is a, in the garden, um, I'll say there is a small like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. So there are these small, like, mirrored panels um, that surround the fountain um, that would, like, reflect light. Like, if the lights were on, it looks like the, the fountain probably has some sort of illumination, which would reflect all these panels that reflect off of this beautiful statue at the center of this fountain. Yes. Um, and they have sort of, you can sense, kind of a metal uh, uh, casing to it. Um, so you uh, can focus. So what I'm going to have you do is uh, you're going to have to spend the point to use your your move metal ability. Yes, which is intellect. Yeah, so you spend one, one for your intellect pull, and then I will have you make another... Uh, we'll say, yeah, this will be an intellect roll for your illusions or, or trickery. Um, I'll, I'll say this is going to be a... Uh, we'll put this at another... I would put this at a four. Okay. Um, yeah, a four, and you can apply your illusions or, or trickery to it, lies or trickery, whatever is the... Uh, illusions it, or trickery. Yeah, yeah. matters. So. It, it it won't make any difference if you're trained in both. But... So... And don't forget about your effort and stuff if you wanted to 
Yeah, that's what that. I was thinking. So I have one. So I can apply one level of effort mm -hmm. to a thing, and then I have to spend how many points to do that? Because I don't have I don't have edge and intellect. Then you would spend uh you would spend three points. Really? Yeah. So you'd be spending a total of four points from your intellect pool. This seems worth. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. To get it down to a two. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, and we'll kind of flavor this is this is a pretty hefty use of your your power here. Yeah, it's pretty far um, away because I don't want to come around the corner. <laughs> yeah, and plus this is a there's a lot of finesse involved here uh, in trying to move a uh, fairly hefty object um, very slowly and uh, keeping it out of sight. Um, yeah, go to make your roll. Okay. Whew. Okay. Well, pretty well. Yeah, didn't didn't need as much. I rolled a fifteen. Didn't need as much drama as I had leading up to that, but I got oh, real yeah. nervous. You never know. So. Um, okay, so you you pull the mirror kind of like through the flower beds uh, mm -hmm. along towards you, keeping it out of sight. Um, you don't set, set off any of the motion detectors out here, so you imagine that you're doing pretty pretty well. Uh, eventually, you draw it along the footpath and then up the wall uh, and then until it is in front of the camera. And the second it's in front of the camera, uh, you go darting across the, the pathway um, towards the fuse box. Yep. Um, Can I open it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say something about it being locked, but I've never known anyone that actually locked their like circuit breakers. If it's in uh, their backyard, they yeah. probably don't. Um, so you pop it open and you can see the, the switches for the... Uh, for I mean all the all the breakers the 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 switches okay. for the house. How there's like the master switch at the bottom, and then there's all the switches for like the... yeah. How like how specific is there a switch that says cameras, and is there a switch that says alarm? Because if not, I'm I'm knocking out the power of the whole house. I don't think there would be no. Okay, I I turn off the power. Okay, you flip off the power. Um, there's kind of like a center, like a general kind of boom. Mm -hmm. Uh, even though like nothing's running, you get like that. Hum. I'm sure these people leave literally every electronic they own plugged well, in. Well, I mean, and every house has like the hum of electricity, <laughs> yeah, even yeah, when yeah. nothing's on. Um, so yeah, let me be the, mean to rich people, please. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> these they, jerks and their TVs and their podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, left their podcasts plugged in. <laughs> yep, that they did. Uh, yeah. So my jokes the, would be so much funnier if you let me tell them. <laughs> I'm letting you do whatever you want. Uh, I'm just trying to move this this along. <laughs> you uh, you you click or flip the the circuit breaker, the master switch here. The, there's that that uh, bassy kind of thump um, of the mm -hmm. electricity turning off, and you freeze. No no difference. Nothing changes. Okay. Was there like a light on the camera that was telling me it was on? Did no. it have like a night? No. Okay. Well, nope, I guess just I'm just gonna gonna have to take it on faith yeah because a move metal doesn't last very long at all um yeah it's like one round so yeah it's like one round so like i'm 10 just seconds i'm gonna oh god i'm gonna i guess just take the risk is there is it gonna be i don't i can't really pick a lock on a window i don't think yeah you can you can okay. do yeah i mean it's it's they key lock all their windows. No, I mean I would flavor it as more like uh lighting it open. Yeah, I mean you you have the tools that you need to flip the latch uh to okay. you probably have some sort of shimmy that you uh can slide underneath the window it's and metal. I can use latch. my brain powers. Well, you could do that too. Um no, I just yeah, I'm not going to try to go for the door, just whichever window is closest to me. I'm going to try to slide it open. 
Okay. Um, you, uh, I won't have you roll for this because you're trained in it, and this is an easy, this is an easy break. Like the 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 windows are not the most secure place on the house, uh, nor are they on anyone's house. Um, I've watched to catch a thief. I, I know how this works. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you you slide your um, uh, the the piece long piece of metal that you pull out from your tool belt um, underneath it, and then you slide it to the right. Uh, you hear a, a click um, as something unlocks, and then you slide the window up. Just barely, just enough to like break the seal and open it. Yeah. Uh, and I wait. I assume you're wearing gloves and stuff too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Duh, so you, yeah, you please. slide it up just a little bit, uh, a little bit of a, a heavy. I, I actually, it's cooler outside, so I'd say a little bit of like heat comes uh, from out the window. You can feel like the air from the inside of the house and kind of get that little bit of a smell of like the kitchen. So I um, look totally normal wearing a hood. Yeah, you do. Cool. It's just your looks sketchy for this neighborhood. Um, well, you know. But nope, uh, no alarms, no sounds. I'm going to slide it open a little bit more just to make sure that, like, I'm not just, like, haven't hit the sensor yet. Yeah. Uh, you slide it a bit more and it explodes. No. Uh, yeah. You slide it the rest of the Thanks way. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> um, and it's it's open. <laughs> okay. I'm going to climb in. All right. I'm going to uh, dust. I'm going to sit up on the windowsill, dust my shoes off really good, mm-hmm. and then climb in. Nice. Okay. Uh, good thinking. You you kick off, kick your boots a little bit, get any of the dust and grit from the street off of it. They're sneakers. Uh, oh yeah, your uh, your sneakers, and then you quietly um, uh, slide yourself down into uh, what is the dining room area in this house. Um, okay. And uh, you look around the fl- the floorboards creak a little bit as you enter. Um, it's like a, kind of a nice. Um, well uh, maintained wooden floor but this is an old home and it's just a little bit creaky uh, the there's a long wooden dining table with six chairs or uh, eight chairs uh, sitting at it you can see the open uh, uh, kitchen area off to the left with the stainless steel fridge and um, what would be the lights that uh, on the the fridge and the uh, oven and the microwave and all the other electronics in there, but they are currently dark. You don't see any uh, sense of, of light in here. Um, everything is perfectly still. Okay. Can I see the cameras that are around? Can I? Oh, you already said I can't tell if they're on or not, so don't care. Yeah, it's up to it's up to you. Can look for them if you want to, or you can just make a. You're either made or you're not at this point. Yeah, at this point. So the but the power stayed off. There's no like no yeah. like backup generator that kicked in or anything. No. Like okay, um, I'm gonna try to find the stairs. Okay, go up um, to the second floor. You go darting uh, around the corner up the uh, to the to the spiraling uh, banister that leads up to the second floor, and you go running um, very quietly up those steps uh, until you make it to the second floor. There is a uh, a short hallway with uh, a single door leading off to the left and the right, off of this uh, kind of balcony area, looking over the. Um, the stairway um, going both up and down, um, and you uh, uh, just say for the sake of brevity, you, you try one of the doors and and creak it open just slightly, and you look in to see a uh, a bedroom, and then you close that door, uh, and then you uh, slink around to the right. Uh, you go to crack that door open, and the lock, uh, the door catches. Uh, the door appears to be locked. Oh, that's probably the important one. Yeah. I would like to try to pick the lock. Okay. Um, 
I'll for this again. It's this is an interior lock on a on a uh, interior door. Like this is not. Okay, I steal a butter knife from the kitchen and. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say there is like a key. It is a keyed lock, but it is not a difficult lock to. Um, you you can do this uh without needing to roll. Um, to to you this is a a routine task. Um, you uh, uh, fiddle with it for a bit. Finally, clicks and you open it up, uh, revealing a. Uh, interior study uh, there is a window that is looking out over the uh, I'd say this one's looking out over the backyard uh, this 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 room is to the to the back of the house um, okay there is a desk uh, a couple of uh, bookshelves uh, built into the wall with heavy t- uh, books in them uh, a painting along the uh, the wall to your right as you enter um, that is behind the desk which looks out um, like across the room uh, across a couple of chairs and a small like reading table and uh, to the window on the left side the other end okay no uh, safe just like sitting there nicely no in uh, the room there is a rug <laughs> covering the floor too okay well I have done a lot of escape rooms so the first thing I do is flip over the rug okay you flip up the rug there's nothing underneath put it back okay um, I'm also gonna sort of run uh, just like one finger kind of along the um, the outer seam between like any the paintings and the wall mm-hmm. um, to see if there's anything like behind them or if they shift more than just like a normal painting would being hung on the wall. Um, the okay, uh, yeah, you you run your finger along the the painting. Um, yeah, since you found it on your own, uh, you the painting does not come out from the wall. It feels like it's 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 attached. It's almost like a hotel room, which is kind of weird that the painting would be so heavily attached. It's not like a very expensive painting uh, or anything. But I it, would know. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a this painting doesn't look special. It looks pretty mundane. It's like a like a landscape, um, but it feels mm-hmm. like it's attached to the wall. I look along the edge of the frame for like a button. Or something that will like slide out or like give me like a keypad or a lock or something. Uh, yeah, you slide your fingers along the edge. There doesn't seem to be uh, any button or switches on the painting. And I'll look on the wall next to it. Okay. Uh, it, walls on the left, right, or uh, Start poking at the wall. <laughs> yeah, there are bookshelves there. Uh, and you kind of flip out some of the books and, and look along that. Um, go to make, we'll call this like a, uh, is there any sort of investigation? Or do you have anything specifically for? Uh, Not really. I mean... My thing is all, I have illusions and trickery. Is that good for also finding other people's trickery? If there's a trick book in the shelf, can I find it? Because I'm also good at tricks. Um, sure. If not, I have a gun. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you can shoot the painting. Um, <laughs> and, you, and I will say this. I don't know if you have this ability or not. I will say you do sense I assume with your power of magnetism and manipulating metal, you can sense where metal is. Yeah, so my descriptor is employs magnetism, so I'm gonna assume that like the the metal I, speaks to me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that something. I like that as part of the lore here is that you can kind of sense where the metal is present. Uh, you do sense that. Oh my god, I will never lose a bobby pin ever again. <laughs> right. Uh, you do sense that there's metal behind the painting too. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, go ahead. We'll do this. This can apply for the illusions or trickery. So go ahead and make a uh, uh, make an in- intellect roll, and uh, I would call this a three. Okay. I rolled <laughs> a nine. 
Okay. Which is exactly what I needed to okay. be the three. Took that gamble and won. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer something here. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer an intrusion. Okay. Um, but I did good. No, it's, it, you did do good. You, I know these make me so nervous. <laughs> uh, you have the option of taking it and uh, gaining an XP. Um, or you have the or option not. of not taking it. Um, normally, you would have to spend an XP to reject an intrusion. Uh, you don't have any XP though, so you won't. There's nothing. No, nope, I've accomplished nothing. Um, but rather than saying you can't reject it, I'm just going to say it doesn't cause it. Just nothing happens. Okay. So do. You but want, what is it? I'm not. You didn't gonna, say. I won't what? tell you what it is until. That's not how this works. <laughs> is it not how it works? I'm don't making up the to, rules. No, you're not making up the rules. We have a book. Don't you have to say what it is and then I can decide if I want to do it? Uh, no, because that, that would completely ruin the the the, the fun here. Oh, what? The fun of you tricking me into failing because I'm rolling really well? <laughs> uh, no, you're not failing. You're I still don't. Gonna, you're still going to succeed, but I'm going to give you... There's going to be a... I don't think that's how intrusions work i i'll have to read it up but this is how it's working right now okay but i'm gonna succeed but there's going to be a, a cost but i get an xp mm-hmm. what do i do with xp why do i want them uh you can spend them to get like uh to re-roll things um we're not using xp to level up i think i don't know if we talked about this last session but we are uh we're just gonna gain we're, we're, we're gonna, gonna essentially imp- do like milestones yeah, yeah essentially after every improve session. at the end of yeah um, just to give this, because we're not planning on making these like long drawn out things. Uh, but yeah, so the uh, yeah, you can use your XP to re-roll things. You can use your XP to buy things. Um, there's an advantage to having XP. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be boring if I say no. So yeah, fuck it. Okay. Um, all right. Intrude. You um you feel along the wall and uh you or the the bookshelves, uh, and you don't find anything there, but you go over to the desk. And you start feeling along the underside of the desk, and there is a little like latch. You find a like a, a button there. Um, you press it, and there is a click and a shifting, and you see the painting um, slide up from its position. Huh. Um, and, uh, and it, it re- falls on me and crushes me. <laughs> no, uh, it reveals behind it a uh, a metal safe built oh, into yeah. the wall. And then you begin to hear a sound in the distance. The sound of a very faint siren. Oh. It's not the first time I think you probably have uh, had to deal with the uh, police catching on to your, your jobs. Uh, you would estimate you probably have about 30 to 45 seconds. What do you do? I try to bust into it. Okay. Do you, you Are you using your powers or are you uh, going to try to use... Uh, your lockpicking oh. abilities. Um, this is a tumbler safe. Uh, it would. It's gonna take. You could do it. I think you. You are trained. You've practiced. You knew there was a safe here. You know. You knew what you were coming up against. Um, it's gonna be difficult to to break into it. Um, using using finesse. Ooh. And I, when I say difficult, I mean like a, a a four on the difficulty task. I was looking to see if I had anything that might help me with this. Mm, bolt cutters, probably not. Uh, no, I'm gonna use my powers and try to force the door open. Okay. Um, I made it this far. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm gonna put this as uh, is going to be. So you'll spend the intellect to use your powers. Yes. Um, 
do your powers have uh can you can you open up the thing for me so yes, i can yes. read it yeah. uh you exert force on metal objects within a short range for one round you yes. can use it to move them push against them and so on okay yeah your power has a might pool of 10 might edge of one and effort yes two. it has Perfect. stats my powers um, they have stats <laughs> yeah so yeah you so you spend the intellect uh you are gonna have to make a roll for this, this is gonna be a difficult task but you can you can expend uh. from your might pool um I would put this as a, it's going to be a, yeah, I would say for your powers, it's going to be a challenge. This would be a challenging task to pull it out of the wall. So it's a little more difficult, but you have more resources here to spend on. I really just want to pull the door open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so to pull it out from, to pull the door open, to rip the oh, okay. door off. I was like, it. no, I don't want to take the whole no, safe. No, no, <laughs> to essentially to rip the, the, the door off of the safe. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah I would say it's like... five. Do you want to just like give it all in the roll? Use your because you have an effort of two. Yeah, so I can do two levels of effort, and I spend mm -hmm. that for my might pool, uh, yes. which I have edge in. And well, okay. you spend it from specifically your power might pool. My power might pool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pool ten. Uh, my edge of one and effort of two. So I've yes. got an edge in it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. I'm not. I went through so much to do this. I'm not leaving empty handed. This is yeah. mine. It's my necklace. So go ahead. Uh, yeah. So if you're spending two effort here, um, yeah. it won't matter how much you're spending from the pool because really you're. Well, the it's pool, gonna... go, it's gone after this turn. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So I roll. I roll might, right? Is it might? Yeah. We've just said the word might like 17 times. Uh, it's me, might. You spent two effort on it, so it effectively is going to reduce it to a three on the okay. task. So let's let me put in the difficulty. So the OG difficulty is a five. OG difficulty is a five, yeah. And then two effort. Man, can I also spend my own effort? <laughs> Um, yes, I, no, I will let you spend your own effort out of your own pool too. Okay, because this so is I could also like spend from my might pool. Yes. To. Okay, which I also have edge is. I have edge of one, mm -hmm. um, meaning I have to spend how many pointos? Uh, three, uh, two. Two. Two points. Okay, so I get an effort of three. God, please roll good. So you reduce this difficulty to a two. I don't have anything else. I yep, have a I gun. Think, I think that's it. No, I think that's it for this task. Go on and roll. The door. Woof, I rolled a 17. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, that, that you would have succeeded even if you had just rolled. I know, straight. but I was so nervous. Okay. You're rolling so much better than I did. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm rolling so good. It'll it'll come back to me. Okay. So yeah, what you end up doing is uh, you focus your powers and you begin to pull on the door of the safe and you find yourself being dragged along the floor towards it. So you actually put up one foot on the wall and still try to pull it. You put up your other foot on the wall and you keep pulling. You hear those sirens approaching louder and louder in the distance. And you're essentially, I think we kind of have the camera sort of invert here. So it looks like you are just like standing. Uh, it looks like you're standing upright, but you are actually like standing on the wall uh, with the room kind of stretched out above you um, and the with the window far above. And you can vaguely see as you look up through the lights in the window, uh, little bits of like red and blue catching on some of the reflective surfaces of some of the houses outside as uh, mm -hmm. sirens are approaching. But you are pulling un from, from beneath you with all of your might against this door and you feel it creaking and you feel this uh, these cracks begin to um, uh, kind of spiderweb along out, out from the corners of this safe as you're pulling, 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 pulling against it until finally there is a crash uh, from beneath you. You 
bend over backwards sort of uh in a in a full uh kind of like back arch uh with your hands uh and your head uh resting against the floor uh, as your whole weight kind of comes crashing down to the ground and the uh door of the safe goes flinging behind you and goes flying backwards and crashes through the window um going sailing out into the darkness beyond you can hear a loud slam as it embeds itself about a foot into the stone wall of the house uh, on the other side of the the row. Um, However, the safe is now open. Um, You see there is about... uh, There's a pile of probably roughly around like $10,000. However, that is uh, almost nothing in comparison to the long black uh, jewelry box that is resting on top of it. Oh man, okay. I um I'm gonna pop open the box just really, really quick, make sure it's in there. Yeah, you see a, a, a glistening in the moonlight and the light outside, you see a uh, emerald stone necklace with uh a gold um like uh metalwork uh kind of wrapped around it. Okay. Um uh, snap the box closed. I'm gonna take the box and I'm gonna take a handful of money because <laughs> I don't have much of it. Sure. <laughs> and I'm gonna stuff it in my bag. Um, and in the, uh, place where the box was sitting, I'm going to leave, um, a little, uh, just a little like business card size piece of cardstock, uh, with a symbol drawn on it. What does the symbol look like? It's a, it's the Greek letter phi. So it's a circle or like an, like an oval, like a horizontal oval with a, like essentially what looks like a letter I through it. Um, okay. I have a picture of it. But I can't show the podcast. I, I think I get kind of what it looks like. Um, it is one of the uh, like mathematical symbols. Sure, it is one of the mathematical symbols used to calculate magnetic flux. All right. In the formulae. Um, so you grab that. You can hear the sirens approaching the distance. The the police are almost here. You have the open window behind you now. Yeah, going um, out the window. Okay. Uh, are you just like leaping out the window? Can I? I'm on the second story, right? Yes. Am I? Is that the window that was overlooking the garden? Yes. I'm gonna swing out and climb up that lattice work that we said was there earlier and yes. climb up on the roof. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you go swinging out, um, and you uh, grip onto the uh, the lattice work and go climbing up again. I don't think this is a difficult check. Uh, I'm trained I, in climbing. Yeah, I would put this as a as a simple task uh but you have training in it so it reduces it to routine for you um and so you just go like just hand over hand run, uh, climbing up to the the top uh it, it kind of creaks under you a little bit but you make it to the to the roof uh without any difficulty and uh you have this line of houses to the left and the right of you um with only about like a four foot gap between them um, easy enough to to move on and you can see the lights in the distance and hear the sirens uh, the police are probably about like uh, two blocks away from here but you're standing on the rooftop okay I'm gonna go the opposite direction from where they're coming from okay kind of across the roofs um, until I get to the, I, probably the end of the block I'm gonna do the same thing I did earlier drop down into an alley um, and kind of take off probably through somebody's backyard but okay um, so you uh, go running to the edge of the roof. Um, you reach the uh, the end and the, of this row of houses. Um, 
there's a a, a little bit like wider street uh, that's on at the, this end of the road uh, leading to whatever the buildings are on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go climbing down it and go uh, jogging uh, across the road, uh, kind of a couple of the cars kind of coming screeching to uh, some abrupt halts as you go sliding across the hoods of them. Uh, so you reach the other side and uh, go darting down an alleyway. Uh, you hear the sirens in the distance. You can hear other sirens um, approaching from other sides of the city. Um, you gather there uh, some there was some sort of alert to your presence uh, but you seem to have avoided or evaded the police um, as you are running down the alleyway though uh, there is a uh, you turn a corner and there is a, a large like chain link fence in front of you uh, kind of a dead end um, before you reach it and start to to climb up the fence uh, or scale it in whatever way you're powers allow um i'm just gonna climb over it you hear the savannah could climb a chain link fence (laughs) you hear the thudding of footsteps behind you and um coming skidding uh you you look down the alleyway and there's no one approaching and then you look up uh, and you see a figure running along the uh second story um like walkway or the rooftop uh and there is kind of a a whooshing noise and something clinks and stabs itself into the wall uh, about 20 feet up from where you're at uh and the figure comes sliding down on a uh like a a repelling cable or a grappling hook uh and comes uh landing on the ground in front of you about 15 feet away uh they are wearing like an old kind of like uh trench coat um, sort of like the old detectives would wear, uh, mm-hmm. and they have a wide-brimmed uh, black hat that is tilted down. As they look up, you see a black mask covering uh, their face. They have black gloves uh, with just two white uh, eye holes where their their eyes would be, uh, and they they uh, kind of do the three-point landing. And they look up in your direction, um, and uh, you hear a low kind of growling voice say. Didn't think you'd get away that easily, did you? I look back at them and go, Batman? No, it's not. It's Night Stalker. Oh, cute. Cute. Come with me easily and we don't have to uh, get any of your blood on the ground here. Yeah, I I think I'm going to go. Uh, he he stands up and he uh, flicks one side of his trench coat back, uh, revealing a... uh, like a uh, what looks to be almost like a nightclub essentially on his hip uh, which he uh, pulls off of its uh, fastener he's uh, uh, he says I can't let you do that great I pull out my gun (laughs) (laughs) and I point it at him and I go listen everybody's got to eat he says well you should get a job then because you should know crime doesn't pay uh, and he goes charging towards you. Um, Great! I have a gun. What's uh, he gonna do? Well, he's a he's a he's a vigilante. He doesn't care about guns. Uh, we're gonna roll initiative. <laughs> he should. He should care a lot about guns. <laughs> Can't solve your problems with guns. Uh, uh, yeah. Watch me. <laughs> Go ahead and make it. It's gonna be real funny if you just shoot him and kill him like right off. The I don't. Bat. I don't kill him, but he doesn't need to know that. What do I roll for initiative? Uh. It's a speed roll, I believe. I think there's an initiative thing there on your There it is. Sheet. There it is. Is um, there a the, difficulty? Yes, there is. I got to pull up his. Oh, it's, it's his difficulty. That's right. Yeah. Give me one second. I'm pulling up. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to run at me. Well, he's not going to run away. He's a hero. 
I have a gun. <laughs> Did Bat has Batman ever ran away from a person with a gun? No, Batman has shot people. Read a comic. Yeah. Night Stalker doesn't run from guns. Night Stalker uh, is a good name. Yeah, so that's going to be a five. Jeebus. He's a hero. Good thing I have this gun. I, I think he's a pretty popular hero uh, Like in this area. I think you, you know who this is. Uh, yeah, I was being super sassy with him before calling him Batman. Yeah, uh, and he is sort of like the, the Batman of this neighborhood of uh, Atomic City. Um, and Somebody talks like all my crime doesn't pay. Uh, can I apply oh, effort? Can I? Uh, yeah. This for my speed pool? Uh, yes. I'm going to do that. Let's see what happens. I rolled another 17. Uh, nice. You succeed on that then. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I go first? Yeah, you get to go first. What do you do? Uh... What's he carrying? He's carrying a club, right? Uh, yeah, it looks like a sleek metal, like collapsible night uh, nightstick. Oh, oh, metal, you say? Yep. I <laughs> want to try to fling it out of his hand. Okay. I don't want to just shoot the man like outright. Sure. Um. So yeah. Because you... I move metal to move it um from his hand to my hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can you can bring it towards you. I want uh... that club. I'm gonna steal that too. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you okay. spend the point for your intellect pool, and um, yeah. So go ahead. You can make a you make a check with your might using your intellect uh, or using your uh, your whoa, power. Whoa. No, sorry. You'll make a check uh, with the might pool that is granted to you by your ability. Yes. Um, and you can spend however much you can. The difficulty will again be a five. Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta do that two effort it goes away after a round so uh yeah yep i gotta i gotta all right two effort so Here we go. It to a three. Oh, that's a 20 oh jesus that's a 20 i rolled a 20 um i own oh, this man okay uh i'll give you a couple options here you so with a you either I get, get a, a major, major effect a major effect or plus four damage yeah, um, i'm not dealing Unless I take, can I take his arm with his <laughs> No, you can't. You can't do that. Uh, what I will give you, though, is I, I'll either say we can keep it simple and you can turn around, turn it around on him and deal that damage with this roll, or um, there are major effects. I just have to find them in the book. The book. Uh, mine says major effect suggestion an important item on the target's person is destroyed yeah. for move metal. Um, so I guess I could just like smash his shit. You could just totally destroy it if you wanted to. Oh man, I kind of want to take it though. I mean, that's fine too. Like as a trophy. Like I said, I'm willing to say that you turn it around on. Oh, here's the list of major effects. Uh, you also can do knock down, uh, disarm, which is the effect that you're doing. That was, so I won't say yeah, that's a major effect. Uh, stun or impair. Um, can I, with just like the uh, unintended force of the like grab um can it could i say that it just like oscillates out and catches the uh buttons on his coat and just like throws him on his ass so you want to go for knock prone yeah or knock can I down just, yeah can i just like knock him knock him down and like away from me yeah sure and also take his shit yeah i i think what you do is you go to uh you go to rip uh the the um uh, the item the the nightstick out of his hand uh and it 
it is pulled with such force that uh, it actually also grabs the uh, grappling gun that he's got um, out of his belt. You don't grab, you don't catch this one, uh, but it, it, kind of pulls him around because this one was more like it more fastened in there it was like clipped onto his belt uh-huh. uh, and yeah it caused him to kind of spin in the air and then slam onto the ground uh with a with a heavy thud kind of like knocking the wind out of him a little bit um yeah so he is he is knocked prone um on that i i don't like knocked prone here is because it just says the foe is, the foe is not prone it can get up on its turn if it wishes uh, versus stun, the foe loses its next action. Like there's a huge difference there. Um, so what I'm gonna say is we're just gonna we're gonna count it as a he's stunned too. So he's gonna lose the next action. Okay. He has the, then he has I'm the gonna, knocked out of him. Great. I'm gonna take his club. So I have a club and a gun now. I also have a knife. Yeah. That I forgot uh, about. There's also a button on the side of the club that he huh. hadn't hit yet. Um, and I'll just say as you kind of like you tap it and there's a little uh like spark of electricity at the end of the club Ooh. uh you gather it's also a taser great then now out i go Ooh, fun listen uh stay down i don't want to fight and uh this is really just like paying for my dinner so bye <laughs> you want to try to escape yep <laughs> run away um except i'm bad at movement that's my inability i'm sneaky but not fast well, how do you want to try to escape? You do have, you did take his the grappling gun from it. Kind of, we'll say it kind of like Ooh. skittered across, like underneath the fence. Uh, Can I climb the, over the fence? Uh, yeah, you could. Am, you could try to do that because I'm good at climbing. Yeah, you also have I'm options gonna... to use your powers to push off of things or do stuff like that if you want to. Um, up to you. Mm. Or you can just climb. I'm just gonna try to climb over the fence first. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, go to make a climb check then. Uh, this will be pretty easy. Uh, Say a, I'd say this would be a two. Okay. And I'm trained in climbing, yeah. so it's a one. Please. Yeah. Climbing a chain link fence, I can't imagine be that hard. Well, you say that. Okay, I rolled an 18. Jesus, you're rolling very well. I have not. I don't think I've failed a single roll. No, you haven't. That's so why I've had to use the intrusions. Uh, okay. But I think this is easy enough. You go climbing over the fence uh, and you uh, reach the top of it and you just like spin off and come off on the other side of it. Yeah. Um, and you land on the other side. And just at that point, he is like staggering back to his feet, uh, catching his breath. Uh, you can see the hat's a little bit askew. The mask is kind of a little bit uh, tilted. And he goes, give that back. No. I keep it's- running. <laughs> Wait. Stop. No, <laughs> keep running. Uh, and you hear the shaking of the fence as he is now trying to climb it uh, behind you. But he's in like more bulky clothing. You gather he has probably a little bit of like armor padding underneath his uh, underneath his clothes too. Uh, That's good because some of us have guns. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's trying to to climb up it. But uh, even with your armor inability, it's you're not. He, or my movement much, inability. Yeah, yeah, you're moving much faster than him. And you escape the uh Bye. the night stalker. Bye. Um I run and, for a while. <laughs> so where do you go? Uh what a question. I don't know where I live. We don't have to say like where. I mean what 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 kind of home do you have? Do you have like an apartment? Do you have uh if Flux has an apartment, it is like the smallest, cheapest shittiest possible like spend the least amount of money on it as she can apartment because again she doesn't have a lot of it so it's like a shoebox in a high rise like 
Okay. Um, so yeah, you you uh, we I think we just cut into you. It's like uh, a studio with a Murphy bed. Like yeah, we just cut into the front door opening and you flicking on the light of this small uh, kind of cramped space. Uh, the the bed is folded down as I imagine it is most of the time. I imagine like the spring doesn't actually work. It doesn't actually like stay up. Uh, no, I well. think I think next to it, there's like a, there's like a chair that like sometimes if she really, really needs a space, she will like prop up underneath the bed to like yeah. hold it up. Yeah. Uh, and there, uh, the little like kitchenette and the, the, the uh, fridge on the other side of the room. Uh, and you come walking, kind of kicking off your shoes uh, into this small space. Uh, and you just sort of like flop down on the bed uh, with your, and, and pull out your bag and start like counting through the money um, and uh, staring at the, yes. the jewelry. Um, and what I want to do, cause we're reaching kind of the, uh, the wrap up point here. Uh, there's one thing else. Other thing I want to get to uh, is you, um so you fall asleep do you just like fall asleep in a pile of money with like wearing the necklace or do you like actually put everything away no I how think, responsible are you uh i i wouldn't say i don't know if responsible is the right word so much as like careful or slightly paranoid um mm-hmm. but yeah i think there's like a i don't know like un like underneath one of the like in one of the cabinets one of the like two cabinets that she has in the very very back behind some other things there's like a box within a box within a box where she keeps things until she can move them okay so and then i think i think she probably has like a somewhere she hides her like actual like cash yeah until she has to pay the power bill again <laughs> okay um and you do still have a uh, night stalker uh taser yes thing um which I'm just I'm gonna count as a I already kind of told you what it was and we won't actually go into the identification. We're gonna count this as a cipher. Um, so uh, and the these stats on it will be that you can you can use it to stun somebody once. Does it have a to, level to incapacitate a target? Uh, I think it's the same level as him. Um, I guess a five. Got it. That seems high. Is that high? Uh, no. Okay. Um, How much yeah. money did I get? Uh, I would say fifteen thousand um, dollars. What is the uh, uh, in cash? Well, no, I guess she didn't grab all of it. Um, you just grabbed. No, as much as I you don't. Could. I don't think I could have fit all of it in my uh, bag. Like so shoveled some in there. We'll say you get about two thousand, um, and the the necklace, which is worth uh, a lot more according to your contacts. However, uh, you you fall asleep um, in the darkness. You hear the the train rushing by. In the distance, you hear a siren somewhere out there in the night, though it doesn't approach anywhere. And eventually darkness and sleep takes you. And then you wake up in the middle of the night or early in the morning, uh, probably only a couple hours after you fell asleep, uh, to the sound of a uh, of creaking um, in your apartment. And as you go to jolt out of bed to, to grab your weapon uh, or to flip on the light, uh, you hear a voice across the room that says, ah, ah, I wouldn't do that just yet. Okay, you have about 10 seconds, so talk. Heard about your job tonight. Someone wants to meet you. Who? The Viper. Well, that sounds dangerous. Well, you have the option of coming with me and speaking with them, or uh, losing that little stash that you picked up tonight. That's okay. The safe was mostly empty when I got there, so... I don't believe that. I'm trying to lie. (laughs) 
Are you trained in lying? I'm okay, trained go to in make lies. A, go to make a roll. Well, I'll let you make a roll. Uh, we'll say this is a difficulty impossible. No, we'll say I'll I'll put this at a I'll put this at a five given the circumstances of, of what's going on. I I'm not super trying to succeed on this. I'm just gonna roll. Yeah. There it is. Oh, okay. There's that three that I rolled. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they say I don't believe you. Well, all right. Um, they they toss like your jacket uh, near you, and uh, you you get that on, pull that on in your your shoes, and you you look across the room, um, kind of your eyes adjusting. Uh, it's still too dark to really see, and you're starting to realize there's almost like an unnatural darkness in the room, um, like like some sort of. You get the impression that there's there's somebody in the room that there's some sort of illusion or something that is like causing this this darkness. I think you've interacted with people with other people with powers before. Um, I don't think this is like it. It would be weird, to be like suddenly there's this mysterious darkness and you have no idea what's causing it. I think you can make a logical and you're an intelligent enough person to understand that they're using something or doing something to cause their persona to be kind of shrouded in shadow. Um, but as you finish getting ready, uh, they say, all right, I'm going to lead you downstairs then. Um, and they, um, that darkness sort of coalesces and like the room almost seems to retract around you uh, until you are just like blinded. You can't see anything around you. Uh, it's like pitch black. Wow, I hate this. Uh, and you feel a hand on your shoulder um, and says, just act casual. I'm sure someone as um, nimble as you can get around without sight for a little creepy uh and they start to lead you downstairs nice to meet you you can call me blackout super original well i mean it makes sense right it's like it's a good name for someone with these powers yeah yeah it's, it's fine what flux is is really original right yeah I mean, it's pretty right you're right it's yeah not it's a good, a good name all right um, just just walk with me all right and they lead you down the steps and out. You feel yourself enter, like leave through the back door, uh, and you hear a car running. Um, and they help you into the uh, back seat of the car. Uh, and you feel, after a moment, the door shut, another door open and shut again, and you the car begins to move. Uh, the darkness remains, though, and you're driven for a while, uh, about uh, 30 or 45 minutes. You feel like a couple of turns. Um, until the car eventually comes to a stop and shuts off. And you hear a very th- loud kind of thumping bass. Um, and uh, as you are, or you're pulled out of the car, it grows even louder. And then the, uh, the darkness is uh, kind of, kind of slides away, as they say. Probably not much of a point of covering your eyes from here. I think you'll figure out where you are soon enough. Um, and as the uh, darkness fades away, you catch a the the blinding uh, rays of neon, uh, pink and red light. Uh, and there is a very large uh, neon sign uh, on a like a two-story kind of warehouse-looking building in front of you um, that is sort of animated. Uh, and it's pretty like typical animation of like a uh, voluptuous woman uh, that is like spinning around a pole uh, and there is a uh, sign that reads uh, uh, Delilah's Boudoir 
Weird spot for a first date. Uh, and you turn and you see the person uh, stay next to you finally. Uh, and they are a um, dark-skinned, uh, young uh, man about the same age as you probably. Um, maybe a maybe a little bit. You said you're like 22? Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit older. Maybe like 24, 25. Um, and they uh, are currently... Uh, wearing kind of like some um, uh, a hoodie, not dissimilar to yours, but like gray. And they have their hands kind of shoved in their pocket. Um, and it looks like they have something in their pocket um, that's kind of like poking out like the, um, like the, um, like kind of like a black plastic look to it, vaguely in the shape of a gun. Um, and they just motion you around the side alleyway and say, come on this way. All right. Uh, and they lead you around the back of the building to a uh, metal door uh, that has no visible handle from the outside, but they slam into it twice. Um, and there's a bit of pause, and then the door opens up. Uh, and you hear a chain catch, and um, there's a bit of a whispered conversation. The door shuts again and uh, opens, and you are led inside. There's a big kind of muscle, uh, like uh, bouncer-looking dude there in a black t-shirt that's uh very well fitted that reads security across the front uh who shuts the door um behind you and redoes the chain in the lock as you enter and you're led down a series of of hallways um getting the very like kind of uh, pungent smell of like heavy perfumes and uh, oils and things like that um you walk by the like uh the changing uh room or one of like the uh I don't think they'd call it a green room at a strip club. I don't know what the uh, term for it would be. I mean, a green room is a green room. Yeah. Uh, and you can see the uh, men and women in there uh, currently uh, getting getting ready. Uh, ladies night. Yeah. A lot of lot of nudity. A lot of nipples. Um, and Oh, God. No, not those. I know, right? My, my delicate sensibilities. Now, now we, have, now uh, we have, the, have to have the explicit the tag. The explicit tag. Said, yep. Well, you've done it. I said the Good word job. nipple. You put nipples in our story. <laughs> it wasn't the 14 times I went, ah, oh, fuck, earlier. <laughs> nope. It's me. It's me the nipples. nipples. Um, Especially those man nipples. Yeah, just the man Jeez. nipples, though. All the man nipples. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Please edit this out. Oh, no, I'm not going to. No, this is good. Uh, And finally, you're led up a set of stairs um, that goes into a second quieter story of the club and uh, to a door, which uh, Blackout says, um, uh, knocks on the door, waits a moment, and then um, cracks it open and looks at you and says, all right, go ahead, and uh, opens it for you to enter. See you later. I say very sarcastically. Uh, And you enter the room and it is a spacious and lavish interior. Uh, There is, it's almost completely soundproof from the club below, which you can see through a set of one-way glass that lines the whole wall on the other side of the room. Uh, And you can see the strobe lights of the dance floor down there and uh, see patrons moving around in the, uh, in the shadowed interior, a um, little bit of like uh, like night glow or the uh, day glow stuff, um, and you uh, 
there are some couches and a table and mirrors and like other drapery and hangings in throughout this room uh, and sort of half lounging on a couch on the other end of the room you see a woman in uh, a I think she is wearing a white uh, sort of pantsuit uh, that has a very kind of uh, like open like low cut um, front to it and it's uh, like button closed and you can see uh, across like her I guess a clavicle uh, no 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 what's the sternum sternum that's what I say uh, you can see a tattoo running along the, her her sternum up to her neck of this like coiled snake um, she's so cool that uh, runs around her neck once and then up uh, until it stops uh, uh, just above her ear on the shaved side of her head um, and uh, she has long uh, red hair uh, that is braided and um, kind of hanging along her left shoulder on uh, the the unshaven side of her head uh, and she is currently reading a book and she uh, doesn't really make a move immediately as you enter as you walk around the room um, you can see shelves lined with uh, these these assortment of very valuable looking items um, what sort of things would, would you be interested in flux like as your things you like to steal um hmm. I don't know I think I mean I think the like the necklace was like right up her alley like I think anything that is like very small and valuable or very shiny and and valuable but I think things that you can easily kind of put in like a bag or a pocket and just like snatch at the end I think that's coming from like her background because she started as a pickpocket so like anything that is like small so like rings or necklaces or like trinkets um and and things like that I think are are what she's good at stealing well you see uh a lot of items Okay. You see a lot of <laughs> items that I think would, would interest you along this wall, all in sort of like glass display cases or sitting on shelves or things like that. Um, you see golden like um, masks, like uh, the kind they would wear, like uh, masquerade uh, parts, yeah. but made of like solid gold, um, other like gemstones and uh, valuable like little, little uh, ceramic or, or marble statues, um, things like that that are inlaid with gold. And, rings, I think, especially Flux likes to steal. Yeah. Uh, and as, rings off the fingers. As you are walking along and almost like hypnotized by all of the, the, the finery and the, 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 uh, the valuables along this wall, um, you don't notice as uh, you turn and you see that uh, the woman in the room has uh, put down her book and is now intently watching you from uh, the place where she is still seated. Uh, and she addresses you and says, Danica Faraday, am I right? You know, I did think about lying for a second. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Don't worry, your name doesn't leave this room. We'll call you uh, Flux, was it? Yeah, that's me. I don't mind people going by their uh, preferred names. You can call me Delilah, or you can call me Viper, whichever you prefer. Cool. I heard you stole something... Uh, Valuable from an associate of mine tonight. Oh, is that yours? It didn't belong to me, no. But uh, Wesley is a a benefactor of ours. Was rather uh, upset at the piece you stole. Hired us to uh, retrieve it for him. Oh, well, uh, you found me. She smiles. <laughs> says, 
that I did. And she uh, pulls out from uh, in her right hand, you see a small black uh, object, like a remote, and she clicks it. And you can see on the other end of the room where there was like a painting before, it kind of shimmers. And there is like, it, it's actually a screen. And uh, you see rich people in their paintings. I think she says out loud. <laughs> and then it's like, oh no, I just said that out loud. Uh, Delilah smiles, and you see an image of a, a study in uh, night vision or in infrared vision uh, you see a figure enter the room skulk around the painting slide up you see Flip over the rug <laughs> yeah you see a uh, you see a video of yourself and then uh, she freezes as you are um, like crouch or pulling at the the uh, entrance or the, the 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 door of the safe uh, and just as it goes flying off she stops she pauses the camera feed uh, and you see the excited and smiling look on your face as the uh, uh, door of the safe kind of goes whizzing past the camera um, and uh, and she pauses it there uh, and looks at you and she says some interesting abilities you've got I really got to get a mask. I think we can work on that. I'd like to offer you a position on my crew. Wait, you're not going to call the cops? I already (laughs) did the jail thing once. I. No, I pay good money to make sure that the police don't come anywhere near this place. Cool. What? I'll explain. We're not a large operation here. I haven't been in Atomic City very long, but I've put in a lot of resources and time and energy to making this as profitable an enterprise as I can, but with the crew that I have, I assume you met uh, Blackout. You mean got kidnapped by Blackout? He's, uh, I told him to bring you here by uh, the most, the least invasive means he could. He broke into my apartment. <laughs> well, I think you, you've broken into a lot of, uh, a lot more secure in private places, so we'll call it quid pro quo. But no, I'm not here to arrest you, and I won't even tell the police that you were anywhere nearby. I won't even tell uh, Mr. Craw that I found you. But I would recommend you take me up on my offer. And what does your team do? Because, I mean, I gotta be honest, lady, I'm not much of a dancer. No, nothing like that. My team has, um, well, you probably haven't heard of us because we do a lot of work not to be heard of. We could say we're specialists in the art of uh, acquiring interesting and rare materials. Cool. Valuable items. Things like that. I can tell. I say sort of like looking around the room. She gestures and says, oh, this this isn't even, even the half of it. No, we have much bigger targets on our radar now. And you seem like someone that... And she motions up to the... Uh, the camera feed and the the still image she says you seem somewhat like someone that enjoys like that kind of work i enjoy being able to put food on my table well i can assure you never have trouble doing that again then sign me up she smiles and there is sort of a shimmering as suddenly she is no longer standing where she or sitting where she was and sort of appears uh, close to you on the other side of a table that you're standing in front of. Um, like she sort of dissolved away in one place and then materialized in another in this very slow kind of um, uh, like decay almost. Holy um, crap. Uh, and she smiles at your reaction and she reaches down under uh, from a drawer in the table and she tosses a uh, folder uh, onto it and she says, 
Well, this is the first job that I'd like your insight on. And she taps it twice, and you see a uh, manila folder, um, a few papers kind of scattered out from it with blueprints and uh, designs and a small little uh, picture of a uh, metallic circular object with lights on it. And the front of the folder has a large um, uh, logo emblazoned uh, across it that says Sigma Corp. All right. I did a crime. You did a crime. Um, good yeah. crime. A good, good, good crime. Did good at crime. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I didn't know if this was going to mirror. I, I I feel like this really closely mirrored the first session with Brick, but uh, obviously from like the opposite perspective. Yeah. Um, which I was kind of intending to do. You and I kind of talked about where we saw these characters starting off and kind of going and stuff and uh, the differences between flux and brick and um i'm excited yeah. i think it'll be fun um yeah that was really fun i'm glad you liked it yeah. i like flux hopefully we'll get uh we can get a session next time where she can do a little more talking and stuff uh yeah i almost made a joke um when we got to that point when night stalker showed up that i was like and speaking for the first time <laughs> but no it's i don't mind it at all i thought it was really fun yeah very long scene of uh, you didn't really have my I guess you could have talked to yourself during the crime but that really only works in the movies um, but yeah. yeah so that's where we'll call it uh, the session didn't really end up being any shorter than the last one GG um, it might be a, it's probably be a little bit after I edit it crime down. is hard but yeah uh, I think these are probably going to end up these episodes are probably going to end up fluctuating between about like flux fluctuating yeah. uh huh yep that is the root origin of that word. Uh, but yeah, the um, it will probably end up being around like an hour and a half to two hours uh, for each I'm episode. fine with that. Yeah. Um, well, we had just, we kind of underestimated or overestimated our ability to run shorter sessions. And I would say we underestimated how much fun we were going to have telling these stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll see. And they might get shorter as we go, just Probably as we good. have more, less setup and less exposition each time. Um, so we'll just we'll have to tell. But they're probably gonna they're they're gonna change and uh, adjust depending on what's going on. So yeah. But I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, to continue our adventure here. Um, do we have any announcements or anything we need to let the people um, know of? I don't think so not at this time in two weeks we'll be back with the next installment of the story of brick yeah brick bruiser brick branson. bruiser branson we'll see what kind of shenanigans he got up to yeah. he has a fun item that we didn't get to talk about. no we didn't and um, a villain that he made pursuit of mm-hmm. um and then obviously oh. i'm trying to tie sigma court together with Sigma Technologies, yeah. we're all up in your shit. <laughs> is I think what we said last time. Yeah, yeah. I went with building a brighter tomorrow or something. That's like that. good. I felt generic and corporate. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll do that in two weeks. Um, check out all of our other stuff, our channel, um, Twitch.tv/slash/game nights. Yep, yep, with yep. With two G's and a K. 
yeah catch us live we really like hanging out with people live and yeah. uh, like feedback and all the all the shit that we're doing so and also uh, tweet at us i'm yeah. on twitter a lot so yeah Savannah's on Twitter. I'm not. Tweet at so. me. Um, yeah, Only if it's us. nice. You can find us at Game Nights on Twitter, uh, or you can find Savannah at, at Savvy Seaworth. And you can um, find Sean at, at The Kraken King. That's cute how we how we did that. We flipped it around, giving people our stuff. That's well, it's not cute. cute now that you've acknowledged it. <laughs> now it's obnoxious. Uh, well, <laughs> if it smells like a duck. It's obnoxious? <laughs> yep. Honk, honk. Hong Kong. Anyway, that's what we'll call it. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next time. And until then, I'm Sean Palmer. I'm Savannah Palmer. Happy tales. Ladies' night. <laughs>